morning, all you lovely lot out there. It's Emma Lucy Brown, your hosiery high priestess here at Denim Star. Welcome, bienvenida, everyone, to episode 14, part 2 of Socks and Sandals and Other Scandals, where Billy and I, along with our special guest, Flora Stavry, we will explore the joy of socks and chat with her about everything that we always wanted to know about the joy of socks. Oh, wow, so cool. So the joy of socks and the joy of tights and slippers and all of that. Please to all and our beautiful Denim Star Sock Star listeners, please join me in a warm welcome trumpet roll, please. And I give you... I give you Flora Starbury, and I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly there, of the Joyous Socks folks. Welcome, welcome, Flora. Flora, once you get yourself sorted and comfortable online here, can you introduce yourself to our Denim Star Sock Star audience and kindly tell us a little bit about your background? Hello, I'm Flora. I'm I'm 34, as well as being a sock fan. Um, <laughs> I live in London. I've got a six-year-old boy called Jethro, and um, yeah, I Great work. Name. I work Great name. Day. Thank you. Yeah, we actually spent ages choosing that name for him. The full six weeks, actually, he didn't have a name for six oh, weeks after he was. It was worth the wait. Yeah, um, and he loves socks too, which is. Fantastic. Cool. Um, and yeah, um, my for my job, I flavour and test the scents of toothpaste. That's so cool. How do you go about that? Um, so we're often sent prototype toothpaste. And it's my job to work out what what flavours they've actually put in there, whether they work, whether they're, you know, going to be perceived well by the market. So you commercially know what what the market would go for more then? Has your palate yeah. kind of learnt that? To an extent, yeah. So it's, it's very interesting because, you know, I work for a large company which deals with markets across the world. So sometimes I'll be looking at toothpaste that are going to be sold in India, oh, wow. um, which is a completely different palette to, say, the market for China or the UK or the US even. Oh, wow. So what's the main point of difference, would you say, between those countries? Wow. Um, so some of it is, as you'd expect, based on the cuisine. So the Indian market do like spicy toothpastes, um, particularly cinnamon, fennel, Think you know, things you would find in Indian mm. cooking. But the Chinese mm. market are very into floral flavours. Oh, wow. Like violet sort of yeah, flavour. Yeah, sort of thing rose, you know very sort of clean and cleansing I guess you know cleansing kind of yeah um, and then you've got your US market who do like things a bit more sweet mm. and they're heavily into wintergreen which is a very kind of if you remember germaline oh yes yeah it's that it's that kind of very medicinal yeah no I, I, I'm not familiar with that I'm I'm Canadian yeah so what 
What is germaline, uh, Flora? I've never heard of that. It's a sort of, it's a cream that is usually used for injuries. Um, it's kind of got a very strong antiseptic kind of hospital kind of smell. I can't, I can't really describe mm. it. Emma, do you I know what I mean? No, that's pretty good, actually. I, I would say she's got that, Billy, with her explanation there. Oh, cool. Cool. And and do you go to school, university, uni, to, to get your training to do this? Or how did you come across finding this kind of gig? Yeah, it, it was it was quite interesting because before before that job, before that, um, I was a teacher, so it was completely different. You know, I was I was teaching in secondary schools, I was teaching teenagers with, Oh wow. Um, yeah, special educational needs and learning difficulties. Oh wow. So oh. yeah, it was a really, really different job, which I absolutely yes. loved and yes. would would love to go back to one day. But then I had my son and I was just looking for something completely different um, mm. and I saw this job basically said you know do you have a good palate um, would you like to do something different blah 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 mm. um, and I was very intrigued because I've always had a very a very well-developed sense of smell almost too mm. sensitive in a way mm. and you know I love to cook and I've always been you know interested in playing with flavors and things and knowing what mm. goes with what so I thought well mm. you know this sounds interesting let's try this out so I applied for this job and the interview was the weirdest thing I've ever done because I had to taste a lot of things and smell a lot of things oh and say, wow <laughs> say what they were and yes. um, they were like yep your palate will work for this job so that's it was, fascinating. It was yeah, it was really my sense of taste and smell that got me the job that's that's blown that my mind so cool. what about you billy i was just thinking um you know i you know because i'm a i do massage therapy mm. and i've never seen an opportunity like that ever in canada i mean mm. there's people that do aromatherapy and i have friends and France who they have a perfume business and mm. it's the same type of thing they have to have a palette for that but mm. yeah I've never seen anything advertised for something like that I mean how would you even find out about it was it in like online yeah um, it was just I was just scrolling job opportunities to be honest mm. Yeah, um, that is amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's very interesting. I mean, I must say toothpaste is perhaps not the most interesting avenue you could go down in terms of flavour and smell. I mean, personally, I'd love to go into wine or perfume. Ooh. Particularly so, wine, yeah. obviously. Well, who well, knows just, where it could lead, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah mm. totally. But, but actually, I almost feel... I'm going to start researching. I'm, I'm wondering if there is a podcast out there that specialises on toothpaste because actually... Oh. news started to describe it mm. you know there's so many avenues to discuss so it's actually yeah. it's very it's actually very in-depth it is, like it is. What, what goes into it because you know so obviously it has to do its medical job mm. because that's what it's there for at the end of the day isn't it yeah. but then like you say it's this commercial side yeah. to then attract people to that particular brand. So actually, there's there's a, an immense amount of layers within this mm. subject. So you could just actually have a podcast just on this. Yeah, 
I think I might now. Yeah. <laughs> My creative yeah, joy is full out there. But do yeah. uh, perfume, but I don't think I've any, any, seen anybody do the joy of toothpaste or, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. what your toothpaste say about you, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or oh, oh, can, can socks and toothpaste be brought together somehow, I wonder? I don't know. Oh. Is, there, is there some kind of combination <laughs> in that? <laughs> or, or could we start flavoring socks? But maybe we shouldn't go oh. there on that. Maybe. Yeah, no, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> I do know that um, I'm intrigued, Emma. <laughs> I do know Primark is selling lavender scented socks at the moment. Oh gosh, that's fascinating. Yeah, so there, there might be something in scented socks. I mean, when you think of aromatherapy, yes, a lavender kind, or yeah. you know, you could you could have different kind of essential oils. Mm-hmm. You know, that a really goes by socks. Throw me in the river when that happens. <laughs> there is pumpkin spice everything, isn't there? <laughs> Billy, don't worry, I'll be ready yeah. to rescue from the river. Don't worry. I'll yeah. But, you know, actually, I think this is going to be the trend of fashion. I think fashion is actually going to start to link itself to well-being more and more. Mm -hmm. You know, we've already seen that because of uh, the pandemic, how fashion, you know, became very much about the home and comfort and how our home became everything, you know, for us socializing, like you say, across Zoom you did your work from there for you you did homeschooling from Mm -hmm, there mm -hmm. you know so now I think with everything with you know with with mental health as well that people are more open about it and well-being you know I think we are going to see fashion go down this route more definitely so I'm sure that you know Primark they certainly you know that's a subject in itself but they certainly do try to get out at the front, at the forefront with these new ideas. So, yeah, I'll tell you what, I'm going to be popping down there and checking those out, see what it's all about. Yeah, I'm sure there's a I'm sure there's a sustainable, ethical way to do a scented sock. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, simply actually just go and pick in beautiful lavender. And like when you did, you used to make those little lavender oh, bags? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, you know, just put those inside your socks for a week and I'm sure they'll be smelling amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Laura, can you tell us about the Joy of Socks and where the inspiration for the Joy of Socks came from? when you first got started on your idea. Okay, so the Joy of Socks is a Facebook group, which is pretty much like it sounds about socks. Um, It's about how much people enjoy wearing socks, you know, particular socks they like. It is essentially the joy that socks bring us. Um, And it's quite funny because I actually started it as a joke. Um, Uh It was during the first lockdown when all the shops had closed. Mm -hmm. And um, I was on another Facebook group which is all about TK Maxx. Um, that's my other big love, TK Maxx, by the oh, way. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, so I, because TK Maxx was closed and the shops were closed, I was sharing the things that I had bought that I loved from TK Maxx. And um, probably my favourite thing that I bought from TK Maxx was socks, because they've got this amazing mm-hmm. sock section. True. And um, yeah, on the TK Maxx group, we started having these massive discussions about how much we all like socks. And, um, you know, I... I started joking around saying, oh, maybe we should make a spin-off group about socks. And um, I expected everyone, yeah, I expected everyone to kind of start laughing and say, no, nobody needs <laughs> Like, <that."> no, no, no. <laughs> but, yeah, 
instead of that, everyone started saying, please, please, can we have a stop point? It's what the internet needs. Brilliant, (laughs) brilliant. Yeah, so, you know, the joy of socks was born and I took about 10 members from TK Maxx over with me. The group just suddenly started growing really rapidly. Mm. Like we had no idea how many people actually genuinely really, really love socks. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that that's what started it off. It is, it's such a hidden subject actually. Like you say, because when you start chatting with people about socks, suddenly you hear them saying, oh yeah, I really love a, a soft, fluffy sock. <laughs> or I want something with something really crazy and loopy on it or you know and and then yeah when I find the right pair of socks I just don't want to take them off you know Mm. it's one of those it's kind of one of those uh, almost a deep dark secret that everybody actually (laughs) really loves socks yeah yeah because I mean absolutely we we really take our socks for granted I think Um, you know Mm. they're an everyday thing that we wear but when you start thinking about it everyone has a favorite pair of socks everyone has a sock preference yeah everyone does have some appreciation for socks genuinely yeah definitely and I tell you honestly so often you just you guys you know when I'm watching listening reading just really make me laugh the other one that really got me (laughs) recently was when someone wrote when you're wearing your socks and step into something wet it's (laughs) It's the worst And you Especially at three in the morning. Yes. Oh, no, yeah. Especially <laughs> when you don't know what the wet thing is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Untaken. And, you know, it's for, for our listeners who can't see it, you've got a photo of Sylvester Stallone from Rocky. I think it's Rocky, is it? Where he's pulling his face and it's just perfect, really. <laughs> it's just hilarious. And, and then the other one that really just, ah, oh, just made my heart glow so much. It, I think it was in October where you had the little otter and the zookeeper had made a kind of yeah a little bed for the sock out of the sock the sock onesie and then and then again for our listeners who can't see the photo but as Billy said yeah the zookeeper cut little holes so that the paws could poke through so yeah and it becomes a onesie with a little hood (laughs) too cute I love it that was my inspiration for my outfit today I'm wearing a onesie with Otters on. <laughs> oh, uh, hang on, Billy. Isn't that your birthday suit? <laughs> <laughs> no, the otters are strategically placed. oh just too funny too Mm. funny okay okay so also flora so Mm. when you look back on your journey upon reflection Mm. and analysis how did it feel when the joyous socks got off the ground i mean what key moments stay with you to this day when you look back upon the creative journey of the joyous socks that you embarked upon during the pandemic, like you said. Yeah, um, I suppose, you know, when the group was growing, you know, when it was getting off the ground, I think Mm. I was genuinely quite surprised. Um, Obviously, you know, as I said, it started as a joke, but I realized it was actually meaning quite a lot to people, which um, was really heartwarming to me for people Mm. to be saying, oh, 
oh, this is a safe space. This is my comfort group. You know, people were saying they felt accepted in a group where, you know, you're essentially just talking about your socks. But it became so much more than that to people who, I guess, were feeling kind of isolated and alone during lockdown. Totally. And um, key moments. So the joy of socks really is like its own little community. So Mm. I remember quite early on when the group was started, I think it was about a bit earlier than this last year, maybe we had um, a group member who had become really unwell and needed surgery. It was lovely. Everyone kind of clubbed together to prepare a care package for her. It was just the loveliest thing to see her gratitude, how much that meant to her. You know, some people had been kind and lovely enough to include things for her little daughter as well. And it was just so nice to know that the people, you know, in my little group, you know, in my sock community, were such wonderful kind-hearted individuals who would do something like that Mm. and uh, you know that that was cemented again when we had our first sock exchange so we did like Mm. a secret santa with socks last Mm. christmas you know sock Mm -hmm. with santa obviously yes Um, and it you know it was such a hit and you know we thought some people were not going to take it seriously or forget but Everybody ended up with pairs of socks, you know, some people were getting socks from across the world in Australia, you know, from Australia to England. And it was amazing to see how many people took part and, you know, wanted to give. It was all about the giving, really. You know, I know that some people really went to town with their wrapping and their messages, Mm -hmm. which was just lovely. You know, there's, Mm. there's so much about this group that warms my heart and makes me feel that there are really good people in the world. And you wouldn't think that socks would be something to start all that off I guess you could say it's coming from the soul (laughs) (laughs) yes definitely (laughs) no but totally absolutely it is and it is just so positive like you say Mm. there's nothing there's nothing dirty in there or anything it's just Mm. tongue-in-cheek bit of fun people showing how positive and goodwill people can actually be I can see I'm not too late Mm -hmm. for Sock, Socrit Santa actually no, so I, I want to join, join in us. yes it's so much fun definitely definitely and yeah no it is really heartwarming and I was very grateful when when you allowed me to be a part of the group as well yeah I think that's another really really good thing about the group that you know we do have a platform that people with a sock business can come and spread the word and everyone can see the amazing things that you do and you mate so many people have been inspired that's really lovely and I love your pair on you as well they do look Aww. really lovely yes because you were got swearing. them on right now oh fabulous <laughs> oh. actually I've got, I've got my feather plume on so, so so Flora you're wearing flower bloom aren't you I am yes yeah and Billy what you got Ooh. on you got your starburst yeah I've got or... my you know my lucky starburst every time man <laughs> they, they go with every occasion so yeah with the onesie rocking it today <laughs> <laughs> with the otters 
Love it. Fantastic. So, so yeah, you know, when people start to get to know Denim Star, it, you know, they can see the sustainable message there as well. Mm. And, you know, it's showing actually how also, you know, from one set of components, you can actually have all these gorgeous different patterns. Mm. And, you know, and that gives the sock a point of difference as well. I mean, there's so many fabulous socks out there. I love it when you've got the, I mean, for example, like happy socks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's so many wonderful, colourful options. And then you can have something like Denim Star if you want something a bit more sophisticated. I mean, there's there's something for everyone out there, Mm -hmm. isn't there? Absolutely. Well, so, you know, it's been said by former heavyweight boxing champion Mike Tyson that everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. (laughs) (laughs) So so this really resonates for a lot of us now, doesn't it? With so Mm. much uncertainty in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, while we find our way with the new normal and living with COVID, I mean, can you give us an example of how the Joyous Sock can help those listeners out there that are grappling with the new normal? I mean, how does the Joyous Socks see itself during these days? difficult times yeah I guess we're just a welcoming friendly community you know I suppose you know even in these uncertain times you can always rely on there being one place to go on Facebook where you can have a giggle but you can also be accepted and have people to talk to about your cool socks you know, somewhere where nobody really takes themselves very seriously, but at the same time, there's no malice. You know, there, there are no jokes that are below, I was about to say no jokes below the belt, but there are jokes about socks, <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> <you know. laughs> I suppose, you know, no, no one is ever going to be unkind on that yeah. because that's not the vibe we have and somehow everybody in the group is a lovely individual you know we're just lucky mm. that we've we've created that um mm. so i would i would say you know the joy of socks is just kind of a bit of lightness in mm. a very kind of cynical world i think you know mm. when i scroll through my timeline on facebook mm. there are a lot of memes that are a little bit mean yes uh, you know there are videos where you find yourself laughing at somebody's misfortune tune (laughs) you know there is a lot of stuff out there in terms of humor that is unkind Um, yeah yeah there are a lot of facebook groups where satire and gentle mocking is sort Mm. of key to it but i think Mm. the joy of socks we don't we don't really have that we have this Mm. very positive atmosphere but still there is a lot of humor it's just I guess gentle humor. So it's, it's yeah. a place where you can laugh in a gentle way. Totally, totally, completely agree with you. You know, it, it makes me think of, I don't know if you guys ever saw it, but Jerry Seinfeld, you know, the comedian. Yeah. From Seinfeld. I love and him. He, he did an amazing piece. Like it was, uh, I think it was called The Sock Escape, where he did a whole oh. spiel on, you know, thinking about your socks and having this personality of courage. You know, it was so funny. Like a kind of ambition and you know this determination because of the very job that it has to do like you say we just take our, our socks for granted mm. and you know how many of those times that we do a, you know a major 
laundry. You know, we go to the dryer, we take out our socks, we count them up. And yeah. then one of them got out, you know, like it was the escape <laughs> that, you know, the sock was just waiting. It was like the Alcatraz of all dryers, you know, for its chance to escape and, and get out there and, you know, hitch, hitch a ride on the back of the sweater or the blanket, you know. <laughs> I think this would, it really ties it all in that, you know, secretly socks, you know, they, they hate their lives to a point until they actually escape. And, you know, mm. him talking about walking the streets of New York and seeing those lone socks on a sidewalk <laughs> after making their, their great escape. I, I think it's so true that who knew that um, a sock group, there would be this type of refuge for an escape, you know, during yeah. the pandemic and yeah. and the comfort that you can find in, in something that you say uh, we've taken for granted for so long. <laughs> and which leads us to our next you know stage of the the interview here in the chat the cuppa this morning is um our sock thread which is the denim star official be the star you know you are questionnaire and emma take it away absolutely so <laughs> this is almost your moment of question time you remember question time where you yes. got the black leather seat <laughs> 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 so Flora Starbury, this is your moment. <laughs> Brilliant. No red buttons or trap doors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, not no, not at all. So where do you think your lost socks go when you take your clothes out of the dryer? It's one of life's great mysteries, isn't it? <laughs> it is. um, Absolutely. It's just, <laughs> everybody wonders this. So I was thinking about this one and I've decided that there is probably another dimension. So there's a portal to another dimension at the back of your dryer. And a lost sock is a sock that is informed by some sort of signal about this other dimension, this sock world. And when it receives that signal, it goes through the portal in the back of the dryer and it lands in this land of lost socks um, where it will find its soulmate. Oh, <laughs> a secret soulmate twin flame portal for all mm. that. <laughs> the socks without partners. Yeah, yeah. So there's a happy ending for these lost socks out there, I like to think. I you like could that. almost say maybe they really had their enjoyment yesterday because it was yesterday that it was Odd Socks Day, wasn't it? Oh, it was, yes, yeah. Um, yeah, mm. Odd Socks Day is a charity event, um, mainly run in schools. It's anti-bullying. Which is but, good, um, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think it's wonderful. Um, it's an important message for sure. Absolutely. That's yeah. right. In, in uh, Canada, it's on the 16th. Aww. Is it uh, around that date as well? It must be yeah. a worldwide phenomenon. Oh, so that's, to, that's today in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. For the anti-bullying week. Yeah. I love it. It's, love it. It's so important. It's so mm -hmm. important. So mm -hmm. you could argue from your mm. lovely analogy there that all those socks have found those soulmates in a positive way to yeah. also protect people from, oh. from horrible Ooh. bullying. Yes, absolutely. Because, mm. yeah, it's, it's not to be tolerated. And yeah. Yeah, at all, at all. And but also there's so many that's a huge subject in itself, isn't it, actually? Mm -hmm. A portal full uh it's almost like a dating service for <laughs> all the, the lone 
the lonely sock bars out there. <laughs> to, to look at, it's, you know, sock hookups in outer space. <laughs> what, what do you What do you think? Of, what are the, So, what are they drinking in the bar? Oh, yeah. sock teenies. Yeah. Sock teenies. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, and then they're playing the mini twister with the finger socks. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. In their onesies, their otter onesies. <laughs> I hope Pixar aren't listening, otherwise you might find this as a film this year. <laughs> it, it's still soft humour, like you say, so I think we're still safe. I think we're, we're okay there. It's like watching Disney, isn't it? Mm. That there's certain mm. things that the adults get and then the young'uns just kind of look perplexed, but they love the cute illustration (laughs) (laughs) okay so what was or is your favorite pair of jeans of all time Hmm. i've to be honest i've never found my absolute perfect pair of jeans it's still out there i'll Mm. still look but um i the one that probably came close was a pair of jeans that i had when i was 17 um Uh and they were levi's they had a red tab I'm not sure what the code was. I never found them again. Um, And they probably wouldn't be very fashionable now, to be honest, because they were quite low. The waistband was like a V shape rather than Ah. straight. Quite flattering and hip hugging in a way. Mm. Um, And I've just never found anything like that again. But obviously I outgrew those jeans and then Mm. fashion turned. Um, And all I've ever been able to think about since was those jeans. (laughs) And I've just never found them again. I tell you what, maybe they got sucked down that portal. Oh, they could have been, you know. Well, I I tell you what, do a little sketch and email me the sketch. I'd love to see. So, you know, I'm busy gathering research at the moment because for our listeners uh, to remind you that Denim Star, uh, which is the sock brand that Socks and Sandals and Other Scandals supports. And these are socks with a difference that they are denim colored socks to combine style with your denims. And then as as I like to say, to romance your jeans. So that's why we ask this question. Amazing. What's your your favorite pair of jeans? But yeah, you know, so I think if my memory serves me correctly, I think that was the red label. The really mm. cool, I think it was actually called Red Label, yeah, if I'm yeah. correct, by That's Levi's right. at that time. And I remember also at that time, I had these wicked jeans that it had the twist. Oh, gosh, seam yeah, line. the twisted seam. Yeah. yeah, the twisted seam. And oh, yeah, you know, this is the fascinating world about jeans as well. You know, mm. the, over the years, the different trends that mm. they have you know, lead and it's just fascinating to watch how it evolves all the time. But like you say, if you could have hung on to those jeans, because actually things do, they do cycle back round. They do, they do. You know, I mean, they wouldn't fit me now. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, when a pattern cutter can get their hands on them, Mm. you know, they would replicate them and I'm sure there would be a market for it again, because like you say, that is just such a flattering shape. And then Mm-hmm. And then for us, you know, la- older ladies, almost you can have a lovely elastic band in there. Oh, yeah. As well, which goes yeah. up over the tummy. So 
that makes it flattering for the older lady mm. as well. So you can, we can still feel like we're teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you've just reminded me how much I loved my maternity jeans. Ah, yes. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So comfortable. Yeah, exactly. You see that lovely elasticated band at the top? Mm. It mm. works miracles, doesn't it? I mean, that, yeah. so that used to really hug your belly nicely. So do you wear your socks to bed? I don't. I am not a socks in bed person. Um, I I absolutely cannot. I can't have warm. It's funny because I do like to have warm feet, but I cannot have warm feet in bed. In fact, I need to stick both my bare feet out of the duvet, which is very annoying to whoever I'm in bed with um, because there'll be loads of rock top duvet around there. But no, 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 no socks in bed for me. (laughs) Maybe only if I'm I'm dating one of the, the band members from the Red Hot Chili. Mm. peppers right remember them <laughs> keeping it spicy with socks all in the right places what what you know and god socks right up until their 40s during live concerts I mean, mm. have so many uses don't they yeah they do they do they, they use right? them in I filming mean, don't uh, they yeah. in filming those scenes i do those remember scenes, yeah dare we say its name we just called them willy warmers over here because I mean, <laughs> it, it's so cold in canada but yeah yeah, socks all in the right places. <laughs> oh my god! You know, I do remember that because I remember as a teenager, my very first concert that I was allowed to go and see, but only if my older brother took me and his best friend. And then one of my friends came as well. We went to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> and uh, I, gosh, how old was I? I must have been. It was when Gwen Stefani was beginning to become famous and they were the warm-up band that oh, night that. so it was at yeah. Wembley Arena and yeah so I remember when we saw Gwen Stefani we were all looking at each other going they're going to be huge they're going to be huge and yeah the next two years after that they just ex- imploded across the globe but yeah are you talking about the socks and all the right places are Gwen. No, no, I'm I'm getting there. I'm just having fond memories. You know, I always get there eventually, Billy. <laughs> they were huge. They were huge and they exploded. I didn't know if it was Gwen or the chili peppers. <laughs> Well, the chili peppers probably did have moments like that. Yes, but watching the chili peppers. And was he called Flea? I, can't, was mm. he called, I think he was called Flea, wasn't it? And yes, he was wearing his his birthday outfit. Yes, where there was nothing but the sock. Yeah, I mean, that takes a talent. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, could, you never looked at the socks the same way, did you, after that, Emma? No, no, I was really, I was like, wow, there's a whole new world out there. Yeah, I went running back to mum and dad to tell them that one for sure. (laughs) I I think they were then asking my brother, not sure if... (laughs) She's still ready for these concerts yet. But but Flora, Flora, I completely agree with you that, yeah, actually, I like to have bare feet at night because I love to feel the cold sheets on my feet. And, you know, everything else is warm, but I have fresh feet. Yeah, I'm quite happy as Larry and fall asleep. Yeah. But then, I mean, there are people who can't fall asleep without socks on, aren't there? So it just, it takes all sorts. Definitely, definitely. Probably someone out there who wears one sock and one barefoot to bed. (laughs) 
<laughs> we would love to hear from you if that's you and we'd like to know your reason or is it just an accident <laughs> or, or is the other sock somewhere else <laughs> yeah it's in the portal yeah it's made contact with the portal <laughs> or are they trying to be flea from the red hot yes. chili peppers possibly <laughs> <laughs> okay we better move on <laughs> we'll come back up above the belt there we go right so what was your best pair of socks ever found in your mysterious and sacred sock drawer (laughs) oh mysterious and sacred i like that um i think i would have to say it's gonna have to be the pair of socks that started all this off um so i'm going for my lovely woolly nordic socks from tk Maxx. i mean they are they're getting a bit old and bobbly now Still lots of wear in them, but mm. ought to be those ones, you know, there's just, they're just so perfect in terms of coziness. They're just the right thickness. The heel's a little bit cushioned. The waistband isn't too tight. The pattern is beautiful. The colors go with everything. I just love them. What does the pattern look like? Is it is um, it like a, a Scandinavian Nordic theme? Yeah. So yeah, it's um, just sort of stripes of that familiar sort of Scandi Nordic pattern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe like a, I'm trying to think how to describe it because of the technical term, yeah. it might be a, a jacquard. So is there kind of stripes mm-hmm. and then little patterns mm-hmm. in between the stripes? It's a little bit like that. Yeah. So each stripe is like a sort of diamond spiky nordic pattern i guess vaguely Uh, vaguely tree-like and geometric if that makes sense so like star sort of star flower shapes almost Mm, yeah like a christmas jumper really got you very nordic oh so what Mm -hmm. colors are those um so the what my the ones that started the group off that got noticed on the tk maxx group um they it was plum and sort of orange, mm-hmm. all very sort of dark, plum, orange, beige, bit of gorgeous. Maroon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you say, really versatile and actually can go with a lot. And then also, again, from a sustainable point of mm-hmm. view, everyone's more interested about fixing things now, aren't they? Uh, yeah. Mm. you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so i'm sure once they start to turn into holes you can darn them and then yes you know you can still save them for sure we definitely had people on the sock group um sharing videos of how to darn um i'm not brilliant with a needle and thread but i'm definitely keen to give that a go and you can surprise yourself, you know, yeah. when you start doing it, you will soon get the knack and then your creativeness mm-hmm. will come through as well. You might want to do a little embroidered flower on top Ooh, even, yes. you know, yeah. things like that. There's, <laughs> there's always options. Mm. So which are you, Flora? Are you sock, sock, shoe, shoe? Or sock shoe, sock shoe. When putting on your socks and sandals or shoes in the morning and why? <laughs> really think about this. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna you, say you just do it. <laughs> yeah, sock, sock, shoe, shoe. And the reason for that is I don't usually put my shoes on until I'm ready to leave the house. So it would be sock, sock, pad around for a while in my socks getting ready and then put my shoes on. 
just in case there's a, a wet spot to be had oh. somewhere that you're 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 ready and then you could do a, a change of sock but i know uh when we had our first guest remember annie wells yes I and mean, we got into this i mean uh it was amazing and and flavor flav the rapper from public enemy you know here he is he's telling everyone that there's one thing that you can't do and you can't put your shoes on first and then your socks but then (laughs) (laughs) but then when we got talking with annie i was saying all our our kiwi friends down in new zealand they do that if it's wintry out there and there's ice on those sidewalks guess what they do it's shoe shoe Sock, sock. Oh, to protect and the shoes. Also, to protect you from falling down and, and not getting up. How I've fallen and I can't, I can't get up. I mean, it's what they do to deal with icy and snowy sidewalks. Wow. I mean, go figure. Here in Canada, you know, we just, we, we aren't doing this. And I, I just remember thinking, my God, that's brilliant. And it works. This is, you know, if they... They see snow out there, and that's what they do. It's <laughs> ingenious. Just, it's just ingenious. Yeah. Talk about our routines. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be buying those really chunky, really chunky, fluffy socks just for that. Yeah. 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 Or the our Flora's Nordic socks. You know. Yeah. With that good traction that you can. Yeah. You know, just tear up the sidewalks, and I love it. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I'm thinking of pom poms in those on those Nordic socks as well. Oh yeah. You got to do that. Mm. <laughs> I have got. I have I got slippers that look. like that actually. I I love it when they have a little detail on there, a little you know something else dangling. It just mm. really adds to it, doesn't it? Yeah. It makes you skip in your step. Yeah, mm-hmm. makes you skipping your step that little bit more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was a big seventies look, and you would have liked that, girl. Oh, the bigger yeah. the pom pom and the wider the flare. Yeah, it was a real northern girl look for the winter. Gorgeous. I would have been right in there, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, with my cowboy boots as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or wooden clogs in the summer. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think actually you've already created. Uh, answered this question in a way for mm. but if, if you could create perfect pair of jeans for yourself what would they look and feel like I think in terms of fabric I'd like them to be butter soft you know not really really stiff like some denim can be the denim that you have to wear in I don't mm. you know I would want them to be perfectly comfortable from the moment you put them on mm. um, a little bit stretchy you know I move around a lot so I'd like that and mm-hmm. I don't know I would I probably wouldn't choose the ones like I had in the, you know, back in the early 2000s. One, because mm. fashion's changed, and two, because bodies change. So I think I'd go for high-waisted. You know, I really I really like a high-waisted jean where you can tuck something in or... Ditto. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I really like a high-waisted jean. But in, yeah, and then I would want something kind of shaping, you know, lift mm. the bum, hug the bum. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And hip-hugging too. So just a really kind of flattering jean. Um, Yes. 
And I think for me, even though they're not in style, I'm still champion, championing the skinny jean. Um, I still love a skinny. Folks, yeah. I do too. Mm-hmm. Well, they're saying everything goes now. There's no rhyme or reason anymore. Mm. I think it was um, mm. in the New York Times, they even did an article on it. Any, oh everything and er- anything goes now. So yeah, skinnies are in. Mm. I love my flares and a high mm. waist. They're in. It's just, mm. yeah. Totally. I, you know, and even more than ever, the whole subject about thrifting in your wardrobe rather than going mm-hmm. out shopping. Yeah. Absolutely. More than ever, it's about your personal style and what mm-hmm. makes you feel good. And as yeah. you know, Flora, I love with my long socks from Denim Star, I love wearing them over the top of skinny jeans. Yeah. Then I think it looks really cute cute with boots yeah it does especially in the winter so yeah Mm. I totally still love the skinny jean I'm I'm not gonna stop wearing them don't care what Gen Z say (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) so what is your favorite holy grail fashion item that you would take with you on a deserted island in order to feel like that you are the star that you know you are I would say socks but I actually wouldn't choose socks to feel like a star so I think in my in my wardrobe, I don't wear them very much at the moment, mind you, because I don't go out very much. <laughs> Pandemic. Mm. So I've got this pair of heels mm. and they're leopard prints, slight yeah. platform sole, really nice length, slim heel. And they're just so, so flattering on the leg, but they also just make me feel instantly empowered, sexy, boss woman. So to feel like the start, you know, if I wanted to feel like the star I am, I would definitely choose those heels. I mm. love the sound sure, of those. The heels. Yeah. yeah. But with the leopard mm. print as well and a lovely oh, kind classic. of fuchsia pink lipstick or a lovely rosy orangey red sort of lipstick would look mm. so gorgeous with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, lipstick's brilliant as well to make you feel like a star, isn't it? It's such a simple thing. That is very true. But I guess you would just have to be mm-hmm. careful with the sand. Yes. <laughs> Well, yeah, I did think about this as well because the first thing I thought was a coat. And then I thought, what are you going to do wearing a coat on <laughs> deserted island? <laughs> but I do love a coat. I do really, really love a nice tailored classic, you know, Kate Middleton checked coat. That is a really good point. Who that was Flora, a coat, because it's a deserted island, mm. not a desert island. Oh, oh so yeah. maybe it's maybe, yeah. Portal now floating with the sock. Mm. This, it's like a mind game because we we think desert island, but it, it's actually yeah. a deserted island. Ah, uh, so, yes, you know, you're I right. was thinking, I, I, you know, I'd have my Starburst song for sure because it's, you know, all occasions. Mm. But if it was in Canada, see, our Devon Island, which is north of the North Pole, mm. Mm. I'm going for like the coat too. But I would have to say if it's a cold, deserted island, then I'm going, I'm not going anywhere without my Dr. Warm's wireless remote control heated socks to keep keep those little tootsies warm. There's nothing more empowering. You got Dr. Warm's wireless remote control heated socks on and those killer leopard print stilettos (laughs) with the platforms on them. There, there, there couldn't be anything more empowering than a remote control and leopard print platform. <laughs> oh, wow. What a... I mean, 
you forget that, you know, there's little gizmos out there for socks, remote controlled heat socks, fighting yeah. over the remote anyways. I mean, but this the, is what technology advanced for, isn't it? Exactly. And, you know, your British comedian, Eddie Izzard said, and, you know, oh, he's so he funny. Words of wisdom. Oh. Yeah. And what did he say? Never put a sock in a toaster. Well, ladies, <laughs> when you've got the remote, there's no fuss, no bus. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. There's so many innuendos on that. It's unbelievable. But we're keeping it clean, guys. <laughs> oh, are we? <laughs> the soft police aren't here yet. <laughs> I don't know. I think they'll come and bang down my door. Mm. <laughs> oh, gosh. Flora, it has been a complete pleasure. So to all your lovely listeners, I would just like to say I'd love to give them a discount for having their own pair of Denim Star socks, which can be brought on the website at www.denimstar.com co.uk and i will keep that discount for them until the 10th of december so i'd love to do that for your listeners oh thank you they will love it you are welcome and i mean honestly just thank you so much for joining billy and i because it's just been so much fun to share this with you and also learn about how heartwarming the joy of socks Mm. on facebook is because folks to the denim star audience out there it really is a lovely group it's completely heartwarming there's so many warm-hearted souls that are a part of it and also have just such a brilliant sense of humor mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. no i mean thank you i've had so much fun chatting to you both Fantastic. it's a pleasure to have you on flora yeah oh, all the best and uh, let us know how the secret uh, sock santa goes we want to hear oh about well that. emma's emma's taking part <laughs> yeah awesome. yeah emma emma will post that for sure I will. I'm going to make sure I join before the end of this week. So I can see it's, I've got until... Until the we? 23rd. So there's still time. Perfect. So folks, this is it from us. And we'll be talking to you again soon. Thank you so much. Ciao for now. Bye. Ciao for now. Bye. I hope all of you lovely sock stars enjoyed our latest podcast series of episode 14, The Joy of Socks with Flora Starvery on Socks and Sandals and Other Scandals, Morning Cuppa with Emma and Billy, the official podcast of Denim Star. Don't forget to give at Denim Star underscore UK a follow on Instagram or Facebook to support me in raising money so that I can give a percentage of sales to the charity Mind from this Black Friday, the 26th of November. As I mentioned before, going forward, we will be published once a month. So keep an eye out on Instagram and Facebook for announcements of it going live. Thank you so much for joining us on this magical mystery sock tour. If you liked it, give it a thumbs up, share it with your friends, and as always, don't forget to sock it to me and subscribe. And being the hosiery high priestess, as I always affirm, be the star you know you are. 
I'll talk to you guys later. Toodaloo, my lovely denim star sock stars. Until next time, bye. Thank you.